Hello. Eat us. Hey, it's Thanksgiving Day. Eat us. We make a nice buffet. <laughs> we lost the race with Farmer Ed. Eat us because we're good and dead. Do you know what that's from? No. <laughs> Adam's Family Values. Oh. <laughs> the best, one of the best movies of all time. They sing that song. It's part of the, the, so they do oh, the, that When they're play. in the camp? Yeah, they yeah. do the play, the Thanksgiving play. <laughs> and so Pugsley sings that song, or they, like, they all sing that song. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more to that song, however, it's, some of it's a little not appropriate. Not even for our podcast? Well, it's more just like, like they say something that sounds oh, slightly racial. Gotcha. Which mm-hmm. makes sense for the actual movie itself, not... Not today. Not today. Not here. Which was only like 20 some years ago. Well, thank you for finding that Thanksgiving yeah. one. Yeah. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's what I sing almost every Thanksgiving. Do you? In front of your family? No. Oh. <laughs> just to myself. Oh, okay. Can you imagine if I got up in front of my family and was like, eat us! Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> eat us! We're good and dead. <laughs> I could sort of imagine it though. <laughs> your mom would just be like, "Here she goes." Malia <laughs> would be like, "Yay!" Malia would love it. She'd Sing be it like, again. The rest of my family would be like, "I gotta get out of here." <laughs> They'll like daggers at your mom. Like, didn't you train her yet? Could you not? <laughs> could you please not? Hi, everybody. Hi. It's us. It's Northern Frights. Northern Frights. I'm Anna. I'm Melissa. For Northern Frights. <laughs> oh my god. We are a podcast that discusses the paranormal and true crime in the Midwest. Did I already say this? Like No. Okay. In the Midwest. Minnesota, like Minnesota, <laughs> Wisconsin, Iowa, Michigan, North and South Dakota, and general outlying heartland Ooh. states. There you go. I had to think about that. I was like, what's the name for it? Heartland. So yeah, that's us. We are we are a professional podcast. Yes. Do you want to know why we're a professional podcast? Why, Anna? Because we're <laughs> published. That was our exciting news from last week. What's that? News? That we wanted to share. Would you please go ahead and explain what that means? All right. Um, we are. Using a platform to Mm -hmm. distribute our podcast. Mm -hmm. And so I think for the first few, we'll still send an email um, notifying. And then we'll, um, from at some point, we'll be like, all right, we're going to just be on these these places. But our email will still be accessible. So you can always just still email that. And the platforms we're currently on are Google Podcast, Mm -hmm. Spotify, Breaker. Breaker. Don't know what it is, but... Thanks, Breaker. Thanks, Breaker. And Radio Public and Anchor. Anchor. So feel free to use any one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd love to see you on there. Yeah. Um, We're going to try to figure out how to get to Apple, but I think that involves more <clears throat> work. We will f- look into it for sure. Yeah. Maybe over break yeah. when we have more time to do it. Yeah. And I believe we're going to release onto these platforms some of our old mm-hmm. podcasts. Mm-hmm. We're not going to do every single one. We're going to yeah. get the ones we like the most yep. or the stories that we like the best. Yep. So you'll see some more on those threads as well once we have some time to go through them. Yeah. Um, but we're very excited when we hit published on, on our last episode just to test it out. Uh-huh. 
Did you break into a hot, like a cold sweat? Like this is it was this is pretty. Real? It was weird. <laughs> it was a weird feeling. It was weird. Like when I saw that we were on Spotify, I was like, oh, "We're real. It's a thing. This is a thing now. We can be listened by anybody." <laughs> Which we just looked at the analytics mm-hmm. for it, and we had a few new listens that we weren't yeah. aware of. So yeah. that's pretty exciting. Yeah, that's awesome. That's- scary it's scary <laughs> <laughs> it totally is i'm not gonna lie we're like oh god yeah um but we're very excited so we yeah. hope to see you around there and um, tell your friends and family so they can yeah. listen too if they can have listen on those platforms well you know spotify you I use do. it so yes. how would someone add northern frights so you can search northern frights and it's just northern frights with a space in there with a space in there okay um and then you can follow it okay on there and, and when there's a new it. one, you just get alerted. You don't really something. get an alert. Um, or it shows in your feed. It maybe? shows in your feed. Let me look at mine. That's sort of how Apple is. But Apple will say, hey, I downloaded 97 podcasts. Mm-hmm. And it sort of lists them all. Yeah. So. Okay. We'll figure that out. Well, it's good. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much it. Well, let's give each other high five. High five. Woo! Good job, us. Go team, go. <laughs> high five myself. Well, it's Thanksgiving week. It is. And mine is about Thanksgiving. Really? Yes. Mine is not. That's okay. <laughs> you did the intro of Thanksgiving. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah, I figured why not use the holiday and find something spooky Heck yeah. about it. Yeah. It's always spooky about eating a turkey. <laughs> and pilgrims. Pilgrims. And the Native American people, I guess. What? What? So spooky? I think we're just like spooky. Pilgrims. <laughs> so confused. Help. Things. Things. People, places, and things. A noun. Also <laughs> known as. A noun. I'm gonna eat a mint. You want one? Yes, please. All right. So we're in a cool recording room. It basically yeah. sounded fine on there. Yeah, so it sounded like a real podcast last time. Yeah, we'll use it. Not, I'm not high as Anna said last time <laughs> in her chair. In your chair. Uh, I kind of miss it. Same level. You want me to change? No, it's fine. Okay. Because it'll, it'll sound like scream. <laughs> yeah. Roll, roll, and roll. And roll, roll over there. Yeah. Fall in my bum. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, who wants to go first? Well, first. Yeah. Those two updates that I have. Oh, yeah. Oh, my okay. gosh. I knew I had notes about this, and then I didn't even say it. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. And then after that, it'll be you that you will go first. Oh. Okay. Okay. So yours, well, you had two things. Where is it? Mm-hmm. I can just tell them. You can tell if you remember. Yeah. Okay. So the first thing. No. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh, here it is. It's on the no. other page. No. Let me get to my page and then you may talk. Anna, yes. two stories. Mm-hmm. Okay. One with the shower. One with the shower. Oh, yeah. With the hair yes. dye. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, I'll tell that one first. Okay. Yeah, because in the second one, I don't know about. Yeah. Okay. So, it kind of backtracks a little bit. Okay. So, two Fridays ago, I had had this super weird dream where I was in the shower, and all of a sudden, it could feel like my eyes starting to dim, Mm. and I realized I was blacking out, like my heart was beating really hard. And I started to, like, tumble in the shower. And I was trying to call for my mom. And it was one of those dreams where you think it's real. Yeah. So, like, I could feel myself falling in the shower. Which would hurt. Yeah, like, I could feel, you know. And then I woke up, so I was like, oh, okay. 
wasn't real. Just a dream. So, remember, that's Friday night. Mm-hmm. The next day, my mom, I went to lunch with a friend. My mom was getting her hair cut that time. She calls me, and she's like, he's not here. And I'm like, oh, like, okay. And she's like, this, it's like, it's weird, because he's a really good guy. He's on time. He's, he's on never, time. Like, yeah. it's his own salon, so he's not going to forget an appointment, you know? Yeah. So, cut to this past Friday... Um, my mom said that she like got her hair cut and the guy was telling her about what had happened. He had been, I should, it's kind of awkward to tell people, but he had been roofied mm-hmm. when he had gone out that night, or that Friday, no, no, that, that, so that Friday. The Friday like, you the, had your dream. The Friday that I had the dream. He had gone out, got roofied, he mm-hmm. had left the bar, he wound up like, getting dropped off, like, a half hour from where he was supposed to be, like, his house. So he, like, walked home. He had passed out on the way there. He got up because he was like, I got to go let my dog outside. He gets home. He lets the dog out. He gets into the shower and then proceeds to pass out in the shower. And I had not told my mom about this dream. And so I, like, literally, I was like, Mom, I had a dream that night, like, same time frame where I passed out in the shower. And so she, like, looked at me like, oh, you And your mom was actually freaked out. She was that. really, like, she looked at me like, are you kidding me? Yeah. And so it was just, like, a moment where I was like, am I clairvoyant? Yeah, I think you are. Am I a medium? <laughs> Psychic? Can I connect to other people? Well, my question is, do you know this guy? Aside from he's your I've mom's I've met him, like, stylist? twice. Just casual? Casual. Okay. Like, I, I don't know him, like, super well. No long convos no. or anything? No. Interesting. No. Yeah. And you, obvi- you weren't thinking about it. No. <laughs> Interesting. No. So it was just, like, weird connection. So creepy. Okay. And then now the second story. Okay. Last Tuesday, my mom and I were leaving for work. It's, like, 6.30 in the morning. It's dark out. I had taken her walker down the stairs so I'm, like, standing outside, just, like, bippity-bopping it outside while she's kind of finishing up some stuff in the house. She comes outside. She looks at me. And she goes, who are you talking to? And I'm, like, nobody. Because <laughs> there's nobody outside. You're, like, what do you mean? Yeah. So we're both, like, <laughs> What did she hear? She said that she could hear this female voice go, like, and then just her like, your voice? No. Oh, just... Just, like, this, like, female voice, like... I got major creeps. Mumble. Yeah. So so we're both, like, freaked out. She's like, well, maybe it was, like, the neighbor. And I'm like, no, the neighbor... Like, I'm outside. I couldn't hear the neighbor in her house. Like, <laughs> there's no way you could have heard the neighbor in the house next door and I not hear the neighbor in the house next door. Someone was trying to talk to you. Yeah, well, she heard it in the house. Oh, okay. But... So... Well, I don't know if she heard... It's weird, because she's like... All I heard was, like, this mumbling female voice. Like, muffled female voice. Which she thought, assumed it was you. Was me talking to somebody outside. Mm. I know. So, that makes me think, though, she heard it. It felt like it was outside. That's what I'm... Yeah, I'm guessing. So, I feel like a ghosty or whatever was trying to talk to you. And I'm like, boop, boop, boop. You're just beepity boppity. I'm just like, I will not listen to you. (laughs) Nope, nope, nope. They're like, look at me. (laughs) Look at me. And I'm like, no. (laughs) 
I'm busy being tired. <laughs> you turned into a cat. Like, I don't yeah. care. <laughs> I was just like, la, la, la. So, yeah, those are my two creepy stories. Wow, Anna. You know how to give major creepy stories. You're welcome. Like, give me goosebumps <laughs> all over. This story that I will tell is not that. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, that'll help things out. Okay. All so, right. we'll end with a not super freaky. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Okay. Get get started. Let's do it. Let's do it. So my story is about Thanksgiving double murder. Yes. That happened in two thousand six. No. Okay. So the la- um last name of the family is Guy. Just so you know. Okay. So the Guy children, all adults, gather gathered on Thanksgiving at their parents' home. Which is located in a neighborhood in Knoxville, Tennessee. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't do one local. But it's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. We're just branching out we're just branching. A, a tiny bit. Um, well, well, quite a bit. I'm so sorry. I just realized. <laughs> I was like. You're like, yeah. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. And, and then just it's like, and it's not even near. There's not even Midwest. a connection that I could say. Well, you know what? <laughs> I'm sorry. We're just branching. We're just branching out. For today. For special, today. Special, special edition. Special Thanksgiving edition. Okay. So um, all the children come to their parents' house mm-hmm. located in Knoxville. Mm-hmm. Their parents, whose names are Lisa and Joel Sr., mm-hmm. were planning to move to a city about 90 miles away in two weeks. So this was going to be their last family get-together in that house. Okay. After the meal, the parents said their goodbyes to the, their three daughters and their son, Jill Jr., was planning to leave on Friday, so he's going to stay an extra night. Jill Jr., who's 28, lived in Baton, <clears throat> excuse me, in Baton Rouge, and his parents financially supported him. Mm. His parents planned to tell him that they were cutting him off financially oh, during his visit. Okay. Jill Jr. stayed until Sunday, leaving his parents' um, home on Sunday. Okay. So. Lisa's employer um, on Monday had the police do a welfare check mm-hmm. because she didn't show up for work. The police described the home as horrific and very gruesome. Oh, gosh. Upon arrival, the police could see, like when they just sort of peeked in the house, they yeah. could see groceries laying on the floor in the foyer. Mm-hmm. And Joel Sr. and Lisa's vehicles were both in the driveway. So the police at first couldn't get in um, just by knocking or, you know, whatever they mm-hmm. do when they first do a welfare check. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had gone actually twice. So the first time they didn't have any success. The second time they went back and um, got a tip that they should look in one of the vehicles and um, get a garage door opener. Oh. Which, A, their cars are unlocked, which yeah. freaks me out. Yeah. I don't do that. No. <laughs> so I was oh, like, it's Knoxville. That's a pretty big city, so it's not. Maybe it was a good neighborhood was, or something. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Especially if they're financially supporting an adult yeah. child. Yeah. So. Okay. Yes. Which we'll learn more. I think they do have a decent amount of money. Okay. I don't know about rich, but just money. Yes. Um. So they were able to find a garage door opener in one of the vehicles, and mm-hmm. once they're inside the garage, they were able to gain entry into the house. Mm-hmm. Upon entering the house, they could hear a dog barking upstairs. Mm -hmm. There were guns on the dining room table. Mm -hmm. It was very hot inside the house. The temperature was turned up to 93. Oh, my gosh. And there were also those um, heaters you can plug in turned on as well. Space heaters. Yeah, I don't don't understand that. 
As police moved through the house, they discovered the remains of Lisa and Joel Sr., and they were the remains were scattered throughout the house. Oh, God. Their dismember, dismembered body parts were resting in homemade acidic solution. Oh. There were signs of a struggle inside the house, of yeah. course. And the crime scene was so toxic that authorities had to wear hazmat suits to process the scene, which they did over two days. Wow. On the second day, um, Tuesday, Joel Jr. was arrested at his apartment in Baton Rouge and charged with first-degree murder. Mm. So let's just take all that in. That's a lot, right? So um, despite the homemade acidic solution that... Um, body parts were in mm-hmm. police were able to ID the bodies okay. Lisa and Joel Sr. suffered multiple vicious stab wounds and perhaps were tortured oh. alright now warning oh, no. that was already bad right yeah. but I'm going to have some more details okay first off yes. are any animals hurt harmed not that we're aware of okay, the dog good. was upstairs barking Okay, so and that's all I heard about the all. puppy dog okay. can you carry on <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm, I'm sorry for this. No. Upon entering the kitchen, no. the oven was on, no. and there is something in the pot. No, thanks. <laughs> but initially, police didn't check it. They, You know, you just yeah. look through the house, see if it's yeah. safe and cleared or something. Yeah. But mm. I'm really sorry. Mm. Police found Lisa's mm. head mm. in the pot on the stove, and it was boiling. Mm. <laughs> like... Wow. I know. Saying it out loud is much better, worse than typing it because you're just like, move along. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, cool, cool. So continuing through the house, there was blood everywhere, all the way down the hall and on the walls and the floor. Um, they had found body parts upstairs, like in different rooms. I don't understand what the heck was going on. It wasn't yeah. just condensed to like like their big living they room. They just like took was body all parts over. and were like flinging them around. I don't Oh, wow. Police saw scissors and clothing that had like been appeared to be cut from the body. Okay. Like they could tell it was sort of weird. Cut and then there was a large knife. There were bottles of peroxide bleach, acid and rubbing alcohol, which I'm uh-huh. assuming was that homemade acidic solution. solution. Yeah. They could smell the stench of death mixed with the chemicals. Beautiful. And this is hard to for no. me. Many body parts were found in Tupperware containers. <laughs> I don't know why that freaks me out. <laughs> that were strewn throughout the house, such as hands in a container. That is just weird. It's bizarre. Yeah. It's very um, intense. Intense. What's a word for it? Um, there's a word for when like they kill somebody and it's like over the top. Oh. We'll think about it. We'll find we'll out. Okay. It is believed that Joel Jr. killed his parents sometime on Saturday. And the reason they believe that is um, they knew that Lisa went and got groceries on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And maybe it had happened, like he attacked his, maybe he killed his dad first. Yeah. And then killed his mom upon entering. Because remember, those groceries are in the foyer. Okay. Just scattered yeah, just everywhere. Like, it was just like, pow. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's my assumption. I actually didn't read anything about that. But based on the timeline and stuff, yeah. that's my guess. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Um, initially, Joel Jr. was unwilling to talk to police when he was in custody. Mm-hmm. But eventually confessed to killing his parents. 
His sisters reported that nothing seemed amiss with Joel Jr. during Thanksgiving, and there were no family disputes that day, mm-hmm. um, which is... Everybody sort of knew they were cutting him off, except mm-hmm. for Joel Jr. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. a subject they probably were like, hey, just so you know. Or, yeah, like, or hey, just so you know, we're going to tell your brother this. He might, he might kill us in an over-the-top manner. <laughs> but I didn't know that. Yeah. Joel Jr. was indicted on two counts of first-degree murder and two counts of abusing a corpse. Mm-hmm. Lisa was 55 years old, and Joel Sr. was 61. Mm-hmm. Joel Jr. had no criminal record and no reported mental illness. Mm-hmm. Some additional info on him, he was unemployed, mm-hmm. bounced from college to college since he graduated from a boarding school in '06. He was reclusive, quiet, and lived alone in his Baton Rouge apartment. There was some indication that he had a a roommate at some point, but currently he was living on his own. Um, Interestingly, Joel Jr. testified in his own case, and while he was on the stand, Mm -hmm. I don't know why why they did that, but he testified in his case, and he testified that he drove back to Baton Rouge on Monday to seek medical assistance, for some severe cuts he had on his hands. And it was the same day that his parents' bodies were discovered. And um, he figured he'd go to Baton Rouge because he figured um, it would be cheaper for that medical attention if he was near a college campus. No, that doesn't make any sense. I don't don't know. Like if we were talking about it. Yeah. So I don't know where he was, but he had um he was on his way to his parents' house originally, mm-hmm. and he saw the crime scene tape and just kept mm-hmm. continuing on Baton Rouge. Sure. So sure. just a few more things. Um, they had prosecution had evidence for the receipts from Walmart of for the chemicals they found in the home, mm-hmm. but there are also chemicals at home, probably like that rubbing oh, alcohol, oh, bleach, sure. and stuff yeah, that. Yeah, say that's all everybody. stuff that probably have people have in their house. Yeah. And then they had a fact in one of the articles that one in the one percentile of homicides in the U.S. involve mutilation and dismemberment. So it's very, very low number. Yeah. Which freaks me out because doesn't that mean there's a gazillion murders? Because we hear a <laughs> lot of murders that are dismemberment and mutilation, oh. but maybe mm. it's there's that many more that we don't uh, yeah. know more about. Oh, yeah. Well, you think about it, like, serial killers, they're always, like, yeah. they're tried for eight people, but they Discovered probably killed, more. like, a hundred. Yeah, that is true. And they confess right before yeah. they're dying yeah. or whatever. Yep. And then just for for fun, I uh, <laughs> took a picture of his picture. Oh, he did? You ready? No. <sighs> he looks bad. Crap looks, crazy. Looks like an average he person, looks, though. Also, and he also looks like he has absolutely no remorse. No remorse. He doesn't. He's sort of smiling. Yeah, he's just got the smug look on his face. I like how his eyes are like red because of the camera. Yeah, but it works. But it works out very well for what he's done. Yeah, that's Joel Junior Guy. Gross. So dismembered his parents. Um, can you imagine that? Like you'd have cutting your mom's body. That's just sick. And like to think that he has like no like underlying like. Mental, mental issues at least when they or were like past criminal issues well, i mean like unknown but yeah. you know i mean yeah so uh just as like a word of advice to everybody never never um 
be your own lawyer. Yeah. Well, I don't think he was his own lawyer, but for some reason he testified. Oh, he t- Oh. Yeah, he had okay. his own he had, he had a, lawyer, a lawyer, but oh, for some okay. reason, for whatever reason, they had him on the stand. They were like, here, tell them this wild story that makes no sense. I'm sure the jury will believe it. Well, what's interesting is he, um, a lot of the stuff they threw out, so when uh-huh. he was actually testifying, mm-hmm. he could they couldn't ask a lot of questions. Like, did you kill your parents? No. Okay. What they did ask is, um, you had severe cuts on your hand. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, did you tell your mom about those cuts? No. Like, so he, they sort of got around, got around, but they were sort of saying it. Did you tell your dad about these cuts? No. And and the reason they tried to next say, well, why didn't you or something? And Mm -hmm. they got called. They couldn't ask that question. Okay. Well, because I killed them. (laughs) That's why I couldn't tell them. That's why. Because they were already dead. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, also don't be your own lawyer. No. It's never a good idea. Okay. Well, very good, very disturbing. I'm sorry. It's a lot. <laughs> I'm gonna think of Tupperware like that now. <laughs> Look at every Tupperware container and be like, could a hand oh. fit in there? <laughs> it's like the question, like, is it as big as a or big, big as a bread box? <laughs> is it as big of a Tupperware container that can hold a hand? Where's mom's head? Oh god. Okay, let's carry I'm on. I'm sorry, let's go. Let's just uh. move on. Thanks a lot. Mm-hmm. Alright, my story. <laughs> Does take place in the Midwest. Thank you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Typically, for new listeners, our stories do take place mm-hmm. in the Midwest. Special time. But since this was a horrifying case, we'll make an exception. We'll make it. Okay. This is about the Van Meter monster slash visitor. Van Meter. Is this one word? No, it's okay. two. Van Meter. Meter. Okay. Monster slash visitor. Slash visitor. It's called two to, like some sometimes it's called monster, sometimes it's called visitor. Well I tomato never tomato. Ever heard of this. So. Okay. Alright. So it takes place in the fall of nineteen oh three, which they, I think it was like September twenty ninth to like October first or third or so. So like a month span. Like a week. A week. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like I looked at you like no. You idiot. <laughs> you dumb clown. Fall 1903, over several nights, a reported half-human, half-animal with ginormous smooth bat wings flew about Van Meter, Iowa. Okay. It let off a terrible stench, moved very fast, and shot a blinding light from its horned head. Which, fun fact, is also the description I used of myself for all of my the dating apps that I was on. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the moving very fast part. Sloth like. Sloth like. Yeah. <laughs> I just love sloths. That's why yeah. I said it. Okay, so town. So there are some kind of like well-to-do townspeople said that they had seen it. Um, an example is U.G. Griffith. He was an implement dealer. He shot at it as it flew over the treetops. The monster shrugged off each shot like. NBD. No big deal. Yep. Whatever. Uh, town doctor and bank cashier, same, <laughs> Peter Dunn, saw the creature the night after Griffith shot at it. He also opened fire. Mm-hmm. He even took a, he did, he even took a plaster cast of its great, quote, great three-toed tracks. Oh. So. Okay. Yeah. That's a little more evidence than. Yeah. Or, or nothing. Is it? I don't, I don't know. We'll see. 
Okay. Um, people said that it was usually out at night. It was climbing buildings, climbing telephone poles. It would use its beak to climb up the telephone pole. That was one person's description of it. Um, one person who also shot at it, a lot of people were shooting at it, said that it had it hopped like a kangaroo. Okay. <laughs> so let's just picture this in our minds here, everybody. Basically, like the just like a drawing that I saw was like a pterodactyl mm-hmm. with. A horn that was shooting out lights, hopping around like a kangaroo, stank, and moved super fast. Okay. Okay. Soon, townsmen took up arms, formed a posse, Mm -hmm. and charged near the old brickyard where one of the shooters heard a noise down the old abandoned coal mine Mm -hmm. in the town. Okay. That's where they believe it was coming from. Um, according to an article in the Des Moines Daily News on October 3rd, 1903, quotes, Presently, the noise opened up again as though Satan and a regiment of imps were coming forth for battle. I don't know why they're British. <laughs> That's my old time talk. So what did they say? Presently, <laughs> the noise opened up again. As though Satan and a regiment of imps were coming forth for battle. They heard a loud, crazy noise from the coal mine. Like, and it sounded like it was coming towards them. Coming forth Probably. for battle. Co- coming forth for battle, yeah. Okay. Okay. The monster appeared with a smaller version, so it was a big one, and then a tiny one. Which, in my mind, you remember that meme where it's like, me and my manager... Or, like, me and my manager telling the customer that <laughs> what I said was right. And it's, like, this bigger version of, like, a tinier version. <laughs> or the one where it's, like, don't talk to me and my son ever again. Or it's, like, the t- bigger version than, like, the tinier version. Of the same know. thing. Oh, Sounds God. hilarious. We're gonna- <laughs> They're great. That's all I've imagined. Okay. They flew off with a brilliant light. Yeah. From their horns, I'm assuming. Yeah. They returned in the morning where the townsmen gathered to rid the earth of them with their firepower heard far and wide. <laughs> I'm sure. Even though they were shot at with an extraordinary amount of ammo, which I believe one description was that would have taken out a Spanish fleet. <laughs> they were not bothered, the critters, mm-hmm. and with their stank and weird noise flew back down into the coal mine and were never to be seen again. Or were they? Mm. I believe the townsmen then did cover up the coal mine, though. Oh, okay. So he can't go in it. But um, Carrying on. <laughs> Reports of it being seen um, have been in the like early as the 1980s, in the early 2000s. Oh, wow. A couple of examples are a man supposedly saw a huge dead bat on the side of the road near a cemetery, but it was gone the next day. Teens have said that they've seen it near the coal mine. And a man reported seeing, sorry, my handwriting got really bad, a large bat outside of the town, like nearby the original town. Okay. He thought he saw it. Okay. There is no proof that it existed besides the stories passed down through the years. The plaster cast that was supposedly taken has disappeared. Mm. Old folks have either said that it was true or they're like, what are you talking about? Like, it's stupid youth. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. That's exactly what they say, too. <laughs> stupid, stupid youth. 
What are you talking about? Um, let's say what it was has been contested. It was either a devil, could have been a ghost, trespassers from another realm or some alternative dimension yeah. were also brought forth. Mm-hmm. Aliens, of course, which is, it might not be aliens, but it was definitely aliens. <laughs> have you seen the meme for that no do you not know any memes <laughs> is that the guy with the weird hair yeah oh yeah okay. <laughs> i've seen it <laughs> and then their friendship was destroyed by their <laughs> lack of knowledge of memes you're the meme expert meme okay is it meme 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 <laughs> it's meme and i only know because i asked that <laughs> is it meme 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 gif gif Gif. I GIF. say gif. Gif. I know people say gif, but then in my mind I'm like, how do you say giraffe? Because it's giraffe. It looks, <laughs> <laughs> look at that giraffe over there. You say graph? No, giraffe. <laughs> A long neck giraffe. <laughs> Obvious. Immediately, all of our people who wanted to listen have stopped. Stop. Stopped. Okay, so to kind of wrap up here, um, you can read about the Van Meter visitor in the book. The Van Meter Myth Visitor, a true and mysterious encounter with the unknown, uh, written by Chad Lewis, Kevin Lee Nelson, and Noah Voss. You can get that on Amazon. Mm. A festival is held in Van Meter annually in honor of the creature. In honor. Mm-hmm. What do you think of it? Uh, it sounds wild. Yeah. But they were talking about how, like, well, it was at a hoax, and they're like, well, if it was a person who was flying around... And, like, they were shot at it so many times, it's pretty weird that they wouldn't, like, find a dead body. Yeah. So. And it sounded like they had initially <coughs> shot it a few times. Yeah. And it just bounced off it. Yeah. So, and there were, like, multiple people who've seen it. Like, it wasn't just, like, mm-hmm. those counts men. There were, like, other people have seen it, too. Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of, like, it's well seen. A lot of the descriptions match up. Haven't really found anybody who, like... I haven't found the critter. Yeah, which makes sense because it was put back in there. Yeah, it and its tiny imp flew yeah. back into the coal mine. It's a little baby. So, but also there's no, like, Is there some pictures. kind of dinosaur that res- resembles it? Pterodactyl. Pterodactyl? Yeah. Does it have a, a horn that, no light, I don't know, but like a horn that? Like a pterodactyl, did it have yeah. a horn? Something that they could just of. be confused about? Well, they said it looked like a big bat. Mm. So, I don't know. Maybe it was a big bat. Maybe. It was a big bat. And the other bat was more normal size. It was a normal bat. But it was an imp. It was an imp. <laughs> it was a hellion and a tiny hellion. <laughs> I'm saying alien. Hellion. <laughs> t- oh my god. Today's episode is teaching new words to Alyssa. I know. <laughs> I'm like, what are words? I'm sorry. So that's the story of the Van Meter Visitor. That's good. Yeah. I've I'll never to, ever heard of that. I'll find some pictures. That well, I, I had an update in while you're looking for photos. Oh, yeah. So I asked my friend who works in the beauty oh, mm-hmm. industry or had actually prior, and I asked her if she had um, any schooling on the barber pole mm-hmm. just to see if she had heard anything. And she said no, and they most likely hear about it in... <clears throat> And barbering school. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, that sounds logical. Yeah. Um, so I don't have real any update on that. But I did notice there's um, a barber on the corner of Hamlin and Randolph where, where we work mm-hmm. near. And um, the barber pole spins up, not down. 
So I didn't know if there's a... Oh, a difference? Yeah, it goes up. Interesting. I there's looked a... several days to make sure I just was not tired yeah, and seeing like it. Yeah, seeing it wrong way. There's yeah. one by our house, so I'll have to look at it the next time I go buy it. But I don't know if it moves. A lot of them don't nowadays. Yeah. Sort of special if they Disappointing. do. Okay, so this is what it looks the descriptions <laughs> pictures i love that it's like a beam <clears throat> coming out of its head yeah it's like, i can see the bat obviously mm-hmm. the one that here looks like a dragon <clears throat> yeah that one was from an article i think written during the time okay citizens of the place feel indignant over the matter as it gives the place an un unenviable reputation <laughs> they're like please stop talking about this weird thing people are going to think we're weird yeah exactly and what's funny too is it was noted that um people of higher mm. class side yeah. like it gives more credence to yeah. the story yeah it's, <laughs> it's like, like the well, doctor the... saw it yeah the doctor and town banker saw it mm-hmm. therefore it's real yeah like this drawing of it mm. <laughs> little bit more intense looks a little furry yeah there was another one that was like that's a weird one okay um oh look at this picture of it <laughs> no. speaking of giraffes <laughs> yeah no thanks <laughs> got a long neck that's like a camel okay all right guys that was our episode that was our episode this picture shows it carrying off a horse it probably could Probably did. No, there are no, <laughs> no stories that I saw about it taking a horse away. But maybe they're trying to do it as um size wise. So here's oh. a horse. Here's how massive it is. Yeah. Therefore, it's massive. <laughs> That's a big boy. <laughs> big boy band meter monster. <laughs> as you know. As you know. You heard of this? Yeah. Oh, it's a pleasure. Yeah, Happy Thanksgiving Happy to everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Eat plenty. Eat us. It's Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was yeah. like, what? <laughs> Did you see my look? I thought you'd let you stop for a second. Like, no. <laughs> no. Please don't. I forgot about your song. Yeah. <laughs> um, enjoy. We'll probably be back in two weeks again. Yep. And mm-hmm. we hope you have a good holiday. Have a happy Thanksgiving. We love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.